Right, welcome back. We are live and set up. You know, hey, I told y'all this was live, right? It's funny because every time I go to bring some, so we're gonna go in live. Uh, we we've got coming up to the stage now. Um, you know, he uh, he. I've known this guy since he was a freshman <laughs> in college. So uh, we are. I'm excited about uh, his growth. Um, and I've seen him. Uh, things they've seen him do. Uh, Mike, before I bring you on, I don't see you on the camera. You don't see me yet? No, I see some cabinets. Let's see. Something's covering it. There you go. Oh, let's let's see. There we go. There we go. Yeah. All right. Let's get me squared away. Get me squared away, brother. You always got, always mentoring me. <laughs> All right, about to bring you on now. Got to make you look sharp. Got to make sure you're tight. Let me get let give you a second. Yeah, here. give me give me good. Give me good. Give me good. All right, there we go. Nice shirt. All right, great. I said great. There we go. All right, welcome, we Mike Powell. Mike Powell is um, the vice president of is it organizational development at Powell Consultant Group. I know he is doing some phenomenal things. He is we we know him as Mr. Gold Diggers uh, because he is <laughs> uh, doing some phenomenal things. He and I have worked have worked together. I'm looking at some old pictures uh, not too long ago, Mike. Of of man, some events we we were doing back in 2007, 2008, and then you look like a baby. Yeah. So uh, it's funny looking <laughs> at those pictures, man. I mean, so definitely love to see your growth, the following you have um, gained and attained throughout the years and just the good work that you do, man. So I want to welcome you to Reset 2020. I want to thank you uh, for uh, joining us today. And we're going to talk um, with, with you about um, goal setting. So we're going to talk about resetting your goals. Uh, and, and I love bringing you on to talk about goals because you do it in a way that's not cliche. You do it in a way that is um, powerful. It's different. You know, I think that anybody who's done any kind of um, personal development, any kind of leadership of any sort, um, you know, goals is kind of where it all starts. It's the foundation. Uh, but so it can get kind of like, okay, goals again, but no, nah, not with you. So I encourage, but when you teach about goals, man, yeah, you know, I, I, the last thing we did was in January, and uh, you know, I was just like, "Man, this is powerful stuff." Yep. You know, you know. So I, I really like that. So welcome, man. I want to go ahead and uh, turn it over to you. Thank you for joining us, Mike Powell. Mike, are you there? Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. Say it again. I was one. Uh, it looked like we might have a little delay. You here? Yeah. Can you I hear me? Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, so thanks, Ryan. I, I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, you know, as you as you mentioned, we've been working together for a long time, and so you know, more than just um, creating this opportunity for for everyone um, and 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 for me, um, just thank you for being a friend over the years. You know, you met me as a freshman, and so you went from being my big bro to um, you know, being my friend to being my mentor and being my colleague as well. And so, you know, I really appreciate the value, you know, our relationship. Um, and, and really this goal setting um, process and seminars that I created really started as a result of something that we did years and years and years ago. Remember, we used to do the dream day. Yep, um, absolutely, yep, yep. Uh, we did the dream day and we used to just work with, with, with students, right? I think those were like middle school and, and maybe high school students. Yep. And, um, you know, something really hit me during that time is like, wow, you know, we are starting early with these young people on setting goals. And, you know, that was something that I didn't really talk a lot about when I was was a young person. And so 
it just kind of struck me at that time as something that was important. And I just have continued to, to refine my process and refine my method and really, um, you know, take it to uh, a new level every single year. So um, when I think about Reset 2020 and I think about, um, you know, coming into this year, um, remember, we started in, in December, you know, uh, maybe even in November talking about 2020 was going to be the year of perfect vision, right? Absolutely. You know, everything was going to be clear. Everything, this is going to be my year, right? You know, this is going to be the year that I turn up, you know, all the goals and the plans and the wishes and the dreams and everything um, that I've always wanted to do. 2020 is going to be the year to do it. And so, um, you know, we, we, we came into this year um, very energized and excited about what the possibilities were for this year. And then obviously everything has gone left. Um, and, and a lot of the things that um, we talked about and dreamed of, um, you know, have, have had to, we had to hit the pause button on them really. Um, and, and so, you know, this time, you know, July 1st is a halfway point through the year. You know, we really adapted to this environment of working from home or um, dealing with wearing masks and being in this pandemic and this um, environment that we're in now. And so I think this is a good time for us to really um, reset and look at where we are and where we want to go and all the goals and the plans and the ideas that we had set for ourselves back in December or November, or even in January when we did it the first time. Are those things really still important? Because what I believe is that this time has really, as you and Mark both spoke about, has really given us time to really focus on the core things that we want in our lives, right? All those things that we talked about, all the things that we thought were so important for us, I think a lot of us have realized, you know what? I don't need that stuff anymore, right? right? It's right. not as important. It's nice, right? You know, I'm, I, I frequently use my goal setting workshops to talk about, you know, my fitness journey and, and the different um, things that I try to do to stay in shape. And I was a big gym guy. Like, I just love going to the gym. I um, like being able to go and, um, you know, vibe off the energy of other people and use different equipment. And I never was a person who liked to work out outside or, you know, be home and I've turned my garage into a gym. I just got a Peloton um, two weeks ago. So oh, I've been shucks. riding my Peloton okay. and, <laughs> and um, you know, the gym that it was just so important. I had to get my time in the gym, whether it was an hour or 30 minutes or two hours, wherever the time was, it's not as important to me anymore because I want to spend time at home with my child and my family um, and make sure that, that those relationships are strong. And so, um, exercising and working out is still important to me. Eating healthy and having a healthy lifestyle is still important to me, but going to the gym isn't as important. So this time of reset is really a time to, to take, um, to really decide what is important to you. And I think we've all, all done that. So what I want us to do today is just really focus on three things. Focus on three things. I want us to think about how can we be resilient during this time, right? Mm -hmm. I want to think about how can we be reflective during this time, right? And then I want us to walk away feeling re-energized. Um, and so let's start with talking about being resilient. Um, I teach emotional intelligence. Um, and, and a lot of people are familiar with the term emotional intelligence, familiar with the concept or the books. Um, a lot of times when we think about emotional intelligence, we're thinking about how do we interact with other people? How do we um, engage with them? How do we demonstrate empathy? How do we hear them? How do we listen to them? Are we considerate, right? Do we um, make sure that we are creating an environment for other people to be comfortable and to feel safe, right? But a big piece of emotional intelligence is how do we take care of ourselves? 
And that's where resilience comes in, right? How are you able to bounce back from setbacks? How are you able to bounce back from stress? How are you able to deal with change and deal with the unexpected? And right now for the past six months, that's all we've been dealing with mm -hmm. is change and unexpectedness and, and things that are going very, very differently than uh, the way we planned them or the way that we saw them in our mind. And so being resilient gives us the opportunity to say, you know what, I can deal with this. Um, think back on those moments in your lives when you had to bounce back. I remember, you know, being in high school and having the hoop dreams and tearing my knee up, right? And deciding, nope, basketball is not going to be my thing. I remember getting fired from a job. I remember not getting promoted. I remember not hitting my sales goals. I remember my first marriage ending. I remember all those things and feeling like the world was going to end. Mm -hmm. But yet I'm still here. I'm still thriving. I'm still surviving. And when I look back, I say, you know, those moments were things that helped me to become stronger. There are moments that helped me become the person that I am today. There are moments that brought me here into this space and having this conversation with you even right now. And so being a resilient person and being able to look back over my life and look at those experiences I've had and obstacles that I've overcome gives me confidence. It helps me remain positive. It helps me say, yeah, I can do this. And so I want people to take some time to really um, think about how resilient they have been over their lifetime, you know, in their families, in their jobs, in their careers, all the setbacks that they've experienced. And yet still, here we are. Here you are watching this video, participating in this conference, evaluating your goals, thinking about 2020 and how to move forward because you have been resilient. So don't beat yourself up. Don't get down on yourself. Don't kick yourself because things haven't gone the way they planned but figure out how you can use this time to build character, to build strength, and to become the person that's even stronger coming out of this in 2020 and moving into 2021 than you were going into 2020. The next thing is to be reflective, right? Um, in my goal setting process and in our workshops, one thing that I uh, really force people to do. It's not even an encouragement. I really, I force people to do is to write down their goals. And this is the reason why I want people to write down your goals, because I want you to be able to go back and have something to look at. Mm -hmm. Something that you said, this was important to me at that time. This was a goal I have set for myself. This was a vision that I have for myself. In July, on July 1st, 2020, this is where I wanted to be. And, and it's important to go back and reflect on those things because maybe those things aren't important anymore. Maybe there were some things that you just wrote down because I said it sounded good. You had a friend that said it sounded good. You saw something on TV or you heard a podcast and you said, you know what, this isn't for me. I remember um, two years ago, I was doing one of my workshops and I, I identified a goal for myself and I said, I wanted to start a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody was starting podcasts and I said, hey man, I'm a speaker. I can start a podcast. This is what I'm going to do. And I had set my goals and I had plans and put everything in motion. And then I decided, why am I going to start a podcast? I know too many people that have a podcast. If I want to speak, I can just call Ryan and get on his show, right? right. I can call Felicia and get on her show, right? Right. So it's no need for me to spin my wheels and put in the effort and do the things that people that I'm already connected to and have relationships with have already perfected. So even though that was a goal of mine, when I wrote it down, when I went back to really look at it, to really reflect on it, I said, you know, that's not really important to me. 
the other thing is that we also said that there were some things that were important to us and we didn't take the time or put in the effort, put in the work to be, make it a reality. And so reflect on those missed opportunities. Every year at my workshop, people talk about starting their new businesses. I'm going to get incorporated. I'm going to start an LLC. I'm going to start an S Corp. And I guarantee you that many of those people who said that did not do that. And it's a missed opportunity because Ryan, you know, the government is giving out so much money because of COVID yeah. for folks who have LLCs, yep. have businesses that are incorporated. So if you were to have followed through on your plan to incorporate your business in December, minimally, you could have gotten a thousand dollar grant from the federal government at the minimum, right? Yeah. That you yeah. don't have to pay back. There's so many friends and businesses that I know of who have gotten hundreds of thousands of dollars that they don't have to pay back or they're getting loans and they're helping their businesses go to a new level just because of the situation. And so when I think about reflecting, I want you to reflect on those things that you said were important for you and to decide, are they still important for you? But also reflect on those missed opportunities, reflect on those things that you didn't take as serious, reflect on the times that you procrastinated, reflect on those times when, you know what, you know, life happened and I didn't, wasn't able to get to it. But when I think about it, these things are still important to me. And I want to position myself so that I can be prepared for whatever opportunities come my way. So I want you to be uh, resilient. I want you to be reflective. And then the last thing I want you to do is to reignite yourself, right? To reignite yourself. Um, when I started my workshop on, in December, I did a follow-up workshop that was called Ignite the Flame. And I think that right now, a lot of us um, have lost the fire in our flames, right? It's, it's not burning as bright. It's not as dim, right? Life has just kind of got us down. Everything that's going on in the community, um, everything that's going on in this country, the pandemic, the civil unrest, right? Just everything has just kind of got us to the point where we are almost stuck. We're sad, we're hurt, we're emotional, we're frustrated, we're angry, right? Um, we're busy, we're tired, right? We're working from home and we're doing family and we have kids and all these things are happening all at the same time and we're just feeling overwhelmed. But now's the time for you to say, you know what? I know that I can be resilient. I've reflected on those things that I really, really want. And now let me remember why those things are important to me. What is my purpose? right? We talk about a purpose-driven life. We talk about um, self-awareness and why do you do the things that you do? And right now is the time for you to say, all those goals that I set for myself, I set them because I had a purpose. There was something bigger than me that was going to benefit from me going after those goals. You know, for me, um, I have an eight-month-old daughter, right? And Congrats you know, on one that. of the, to the silver linings of this pandemic has been that I've Hey, Callie Jolie, <laughs> thank you. Um, one of the benefits of this time is, is I've been able to be home with her um, every single day for eight months. I mean, with my business, I travel a lot. Um, and, and all of my business, all of my training, all my workshops, all of my coaching, everything has gone virtual. And so I've been home with her every single day. And that's really been important and exciting and good to be able to watch her grow. But what it has really done for me is really um, re-solidify what that purpose is. My purpose is to start creating opportunities for her. 
Start creating resources for her. Start creating an environment where she can grow and thrive and be successful and live in a situation that gives her the best opportunities to be successful in life. So I'm re-energized. I've reignited my flame because now I have this little girl looking at me every single day like, what you going to do? What you going to be? What are we doing today? What are we eating, right? You went out and you did what? I don't care about who you talk to. I don't care how many followers you have. I don't care about that YouTube conference that you just presented at. I am ready to play. Are we going to play that? And so of all the things that I've done in my life and the purposes and the money and the cars and the vacations and all those things that I thought were just so important to me, I've been able to reignite my purpose because I said, Callie, that's what my purpose is right now, you know? And so, you know, dealing with this pandemic and dealing with things that I'm seeing in the news and seeing on the community, you know, as much as I want to go down the Black Lives Matter Plaza, as much as I want to go out and march and I want to do all these things, I can't do that because I'm scared about what's happening. And I want to make sure that I can come home in a safe environment to take care of my daughter, right? I don't want to go out and contract Corona and bring it back home to her. As, as important as marching is right now, as much as I would love to be out there with my friends and watching the protesters and listening to the music and just celebrating our people and our culture and just being a part of this movement, the movement that's even more important to me is Kylie Jolie. Absolutely. And so uh, that is my purpose. And so I encourage all of you all to rediscover your purpose, to reignite yourself, reignite that flame that burns on the inside, right? You burn that flame on the inside, it can burn forever. The flames on the outside are always going to go out. I'm going to come and go, come and go, come and go. But that flame that is on the inside is going to burn forever. So remember your purpose. Remember your why. Remember why you got started. Remember why you get up and go to work. Remember why you deal with all the BS and the drama and the people and the relationships. Remember why. What is your purpose? What are you doing that for? And if you can get in touch with that and reignite your purpose, then you will be well on your way to resetting 2020 and putting yourself in position to be successful, to achieve your goals and to make your dreams come true. Man, Mike, that's some, some powerful stuff, man. And, you know, you, you started touching on one thing that I, I've, you know, since I've started writing in 2004 and teaching people about uh, that why when, when it comes to setting goals and why you had to have someone else at the center of your goals, man. You touched about, you talked about how uh, your daughter has, you know, inspired you and, and now it's not about you. So I want you to talk to us, uh, dig a little deeper into that piece about those who, who maybe set goals this year. Uh, they didn't, you know, they, maybe they've worked, maybe some, you know, they, they, they're struggling right now. Uh, but talk about the importance of it not being about you. Now, I, I, I always say that it's easy to let yourself down. Uh, but when you have someone else relying on you, it's a lot harder to look them in the face and say, baby, I quit. You know, so um, when you talk about, you know, you, you, you've, you've been successful, you've been a hustler, uh, you know, I don't really like that word, but you've been, you know, uh, you've been, you've worked hard, you know, um, so you always, out, you, and, and we haven't even got to the nonprofit organization that, that you run uh, and started, but, um, right. but when it's just you, you know, you're a different man now, you've got a, you, your dad, you know, so talk to us about how that shift happened for you when it wasn't about you anymore, when you weren't at the center of your, you know, your reason why. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so let me say this. Um, I don't always think that, well, I don't think that I've always been at the center of my why, right. I've, I've never really tried to make 
what I do about me. It's always been about serving others. It's always been about positioning others to help them grow and to help them succeed. It's just that now that she's here, you know, that shift has mm -hmm. focused more on her, right? But what's important is that you always have something that's bigger than you. Always have something that's bigger than you, that you're reaching for, that you're striving for. And why? Because things are going to get hard sometimes. You know, sometimes I don't want to get up and go to the gym. It's late at night. It's cold. It's hot, right? I don't want to sit through traffic and drive through work. I don't want to stay up at night and write this proposal and um, develop new content. I don't want to do all of those things, but I know that if I'm able to put myself in position to do those things and I grind and I work and I effort that somebody else is going to be better because of something that I did. So if it's my child now or my family now, because I have a child now, great. But when I was working with my nonprofit, it was about the young people in my nonprofit. When I go out and I deliver keynotes and I'm going out and I'm doing training for my corporate clients or my federal government clients, I know that when I finish my presentation, I want to make sure that the people in the room are better at the end of my presentation than they were when I started, right? Even if they are more successful at looking at themselves and thinking about what they can do different, I want them to be better. So everything that I do, um, everything that I do is, is always focused on how can I help others? Now, of course, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to take care of myself and I'm, I'm going to make sure that my needs are taken care of. Um, and that's important. But when things get tough, when things get hard and I have to really push through, um, as you said, it's easy for me to say, ah, I'm not interested in doing it. I'm tired. It's not that important, whatever. Um, I can let myself down and look. I have a conference at 11 a.m. on July 1st and Ryan is depending on me and there are people who are here or coming to hear me or coming to get energized or coming to get motivated and they want something to help them deal with this um, challenging period. You know, that's what gets me going. That's what says, you know what, you need to prepare. You need to make sure that you are crisp. You need to make sure that you are giving them something that they need. So I'm always um, positioning myself to think about how I can help others to grow and help others to be successful. And that's really what my purpose is about. Awesome, man. So I uh, want you, I uh, definitely thank you for coming today. I want to give you the last word to go ahead and let people know how they can uh, contact you. Um, um, maybe tell us a little bit about lifting as we climb and uh, any final closing comments. Yeah. So, um, all of my social media is MP consults, M P C O N S U L T S. So that's my Instagram, my Twitter. I'm also have a blog where you can see some of the thoughts, um, that I come up with and some of the experiences that I have that I like to share. Um, if you want to watch any of my videos or book me for any training or keynote speaking, um, you can go there and visit me there and, um, whether it's corporate or commercial or federal or private or nonprofit, um, you know, I'm at your service. So reach out to me. Um, also the lifting as we climb foundation, we're still doing a tremendous amount of work in the community. That's a nonprofit that we started, um, back in 2003, after we graduated from college, um, we spun off another business from lifting as we climb, which is called the sound mind sound body Academy. So shout out to my guys. Um, Siraj and Kurt and Samir and Dunn and C's and all my guys um, who have helped to continue pushing that energy and that 
um, organization for. We're, we're doing a lot of work out in um, Detroit with student athletes and helping them to be successful. Um, so, you know, I would encourage everyone to, to just find a way to give back. Anytime you're going through a period like this and you're feeling low and you're not feeling great, the thing that I find that helps me is to find somebody to help. Somebody that's not just in my household, but somebody who is outside of my, my, my community that I can support, that I can give back to, and that helps me to feel good. Um, and so that's what I've always done. That's what I've done with Lifting As We Climb. That's what we've done with Sound Mind, Sound Body. That's what we do with the Power Consulting Group. That's what I do with my coaching and consulting businesses is try to find ways to help people become better. I know that if I can strengthen other people, then that's going to make all of us stronger. And, and we're only as strong as our weakest link. So um, I'm committed to helping others, whether it's coaching, training, um, keynote speaking, um, anything that I can do to add some value, um, I'm doing that. I, I'm, I'm going to be working. Let me get a shout out to um, Kids First. It's a nonprofit down in Southeast DC where we're getting ready to launch a a series of diversity and inclusion conversations for high school students. I mean, it's all going to happen virtually. Um, and it's important conversations to have um, because, again, you don't need to start having those conversations when you're in college or when you have your first job. And obviously, this situation um, in the country right now is forcing us to have that conversation. And so we want to help guide those conversations. And I'm going to facilitate some of those conversations. So, again, anything that I can do to help um, help people to become better, become more effective at what they're doing. Um, that's what I love to do. That's what I'm interested in doing. So hit me up, y'all. Hit me up. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Mike, thank you so much, man. We'll talk to you real soon.